This is episode number two of season two for the Nashville Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Swanson, and I'm super excited about today's episode. I sat down with Andy Hunt, who's with the Nashville On The Move team. Andy is in the top 1% of agents in the Middle Tennessee area and holds many of the top accolades in the industry. In this episode, Andy shares his story on his journey to become a realtor and his outlook for 2023. There's plenty of great information in this episode, so get ready. But first, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Foreman Watson Land Title is a full-service real estate title company. They perform closings on both residential and commercial deals with offices located in Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Here in Tennessee, they are located in Clarksville and Franklin, where they do in-house and mobile closings with travel up to 60 miles free of charge. They have a Spanish interpreter and attorneys on staff that pride themselves in starting the title search the day they get the order. Foreman Watson Land Title hope to see you at the closing table. And with that, here's the show. Today, I'm excited to introduce Andy Hunt, who is a realtor here in Nashville. How are you doing today, Andy? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, you've got uh, a great story um, into real estate, but before we get into there, now why don't you just uh, give the listeners a little bit about uh, background about yourself and kind of how you got started in real estate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started in real estate in 2006. 16, um, got on a team with a good friend of mine. Um, I approached him and was like, Hey man, I kind of think I'd like to talk to you about real estate. And he'd be, he was like, that'd be great. Um, I used to build houses in, in college and, um, I love people. My previous jobs have always been project oriented. Um, and so real estate is very much a project oriented job, meaning not every buyer or seller has the same needs, wants, and desires. And, and so how can I help them individually reach their goals? My previous jobs are very similar to that. Um, and so he was like, yeah, I think you'd love it. And you can still do your previous jobs. Like if you want to also, you know, I, I owned a, a CrossFit gym at the time. Oh. And then I, I produced mix and mixed and engineered records in the Christian oh, wow. uh, music world and singer songer, singer songwriters. Um, and so I, I was like, great, I'll, I'll do all three. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, quickly discovered, um, I was listening to a podcast one time and he said, um, you know, you can, you can focus on three things really well, but that fourth thing will throw a monkey wrench hmm. in, this, in this system. And I was like, great, I've got my CrossFit gym, I've got, you know, real estate now, and I've got uh, the music industry and it instantly like it was like he was in my head he was like but don't forget about friends family community oh wow yeah i was like oh right <laughs> um so ended up just falling in love with real estate um sold my half of the crossfit gym back to my partner and um and stepped out of music i, I still keep in touch with those folks um and just focused on real estate Wow. What year was that? Was it 2016 when you? Really, that was like 19. The gym was January 1 okay. on the paperwork. And I think I finished my last record um, sometime in the beginning of January uh, uh, 2019 as well. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, That could be a whole other episode. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like diving into that. 
but when did are, are you from Nashville originally, or when did you move here? I'm not. I'm from Houston, Texas originally, uh, but moved to Nashville in 2004 um, by way of Oxford, Mississippi. I went to school down at Ole Miss. Okay. Um, and moved up here to do to do music. I I worked uh, for a record producer in Mississippi. who did a bunch of cool stuff, and then uh, met a guy in Nashville who did a bunch of cool stuff like Kings of Leon and and a bunch of other cool records and got to work with him for a little while and then branched out on my own to do music and um but i've been here since 04. wow that's great yeah and um you know it seems like you know the, what you've done in the past you've been successful with whether it be you know building homes crossfit gym you know all of that um you're a top producer here in, in nashville i would love to learn just a little bit of kind of the early years of maybe 2019 into, you know, till you got till now, till here, what, um, what are some things that just helped you, um, you know, get to where you are? Well, I think for one, I joined a great team. Uh, my, my team leader, uh, who's a dear friend of mine, uh, is very knowledgeable in real estate. And so he was able to answer questions as I would have them. I'm a question asker kind of guy. <laughs> um, and so he was great at answering them and, and, and helping me on the real estate side. And then, you know, having two different careers at the time, really, but prior to real estate, the gym and the music, mm -hmm. I had a lot of friends and community um, that, um, that, needed to buy or sell a house and they trusted me gratefully uh, to help them through that process. And so when I first started, I had that. And then I also um, dipped my toes in, in the online lead source, paying for leads um, and met some great people through that and still have clients from that, even though I'm no longer doing that at the moment. Um, that's how I kind of got started was who, who do I know? How can I help? Just listening, it's it's very much like, like I alluded to earlier, it's the it, music, uh, I'm making records, not for myself, but for an individual artist or band. And then same with uh, the gym. I mean, people want to gain weight, lose weight, um, just gain cardio capacity or whatever it might be. How can I help them? And so it's the same thing with, with buying and selling homes or building a team or training a new agent or helping out however I can, what do they need and how can I help? Yeah, that's one thing I want to touch on is um, you said you're, you're poor paying for leads, not doing it now. Did you, I'm just curious, those leads that have become clients and maybe repeat clients in that database, is there any difference as far as kind of, um, I don't know, loyalty to, to you versus, you know, someone that was maybe organic through, through the uh, CrossFit gym or anything like that? Um, that's a great question. I think to start off when a lead is a cold lead versus a warm lead, right? A friend or an introduction or referral versus someone who's never met you before. There's, there's no loyalty really there with the cold, with a cold lead. But the hope is that once they begin to work with uh, me and my team and we take them through our systems and processes and find them what they need and help them. And then, um, love on them even after the fact if they need vendor recommendations or if they have a question about, hey, for my taxes, I need to get my Alta statement. You know, we provide that to them. So just throughout the course of the years, we try our best to stay in touch. We just had our, 
our big breakfast with Santa event that um, we have every year. It was our fifth year. Oh. Um, over 800 people RSVP'd, and um, it was an awesome time. And I, so I think, I think at that point, the, the the you know whether they came through Zillow or referral or um, uh, just part of my daily lifestyle, daily activities. Hopefully, at that point, they're all um, in it to in it to win it, so to speak. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're all they all feel warm. They all feel uh, like a friend. That's cool. Is that those eight hundred people were that past clients or it was one family? Of... It was just one family and eight hundred <laughs> people. It's a very large family, um, but we're grateful for them. No, um, it was it was so the way that we 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 reach out our, our team reaches out to our past clients. Uh, we reach out to our friends and family, and then kind of towards the end, we just put it on our social media and let our friends and family that are on social media that may not have heard about it otherwise mm-hmm. have an opportunity to sign up and and come. So um, definitely, you know, seeing friendly faces there, and then meeting people that I don't know just yet, and um, making new friends and. Of course, Santa Claus is here, so yeah. that's fine. Got to see Santa every that's year, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> bring the kids. No, I think that's really cool. And um, you know, maybe some people listening to this might be like, "Andy, that's that's great." You know, you've you've done well. You've you know, you've got the resources to do a big party or, or something like that. Um, but I've got a feeling you budget that in every year, right? Into you know your plans. Absolutely. And then we have we have sponsors that help us oh, cool. with with the party. Um, you know, we'll reach out to our usual folks that we work with, whether it's a, um, a mortgage company or a title company or um, a home inspection company, and just say, "Hey, would you guys like to participate?" And you know, yay or nay. And and we even had some new uh, vendors this year that were fun to add on that were kind of outside of the norm. And um, so, and, and they get to set up stations there and meet people and talk to people and. Um, so hopefully it's a win-win for everybody. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's leveraging networks and just creating good connections that, um, you know, like win-win, we all win. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, shifting gears a little bit to um, kind of our current market and heading into 2023, obviously there's a lot of different forecasts out there. You know, as a, a first-time buyer, that's um, here's all the negativity in the news, um, maybe about high interest rates and recession and all of that. What would your advice be to someone that uh, maybe is getting in the market for the first time? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I think the the biggest thing is, in, it kind of seems like an obvious, but what are your goals? Like that, whether the market is crazy or not crazy, it's always like, why do you want to buy or why do you want to sell? What are your goals? And then from there, we discuss kind of, hey, there are some forecasts that 2023 could be a, a pretty aggressive recession. Um, you know, Nashville as it stands has has been in the top ten, if not uh, close to it, of appreciating metros uh, for the last two years. Um, some reports show Nashville not cooling off as fast as other metros. Um, we, as far as our uh, employment rate, when 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 employment went down, you know, when COVID first hit, Nashville as a metro has already fully recovered from there, and we're actually up three percent. So there are a lot of indications that Nashville is still, still doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I reached out to the Chamber of Commerce a few weeks ago and said, hey, there was a, a data point you guys released a while ago that said in the next 
five years, 200,000 people are going to be moving to Nashville, right? It's 109 people a day. Oh. Is that still an accurate statement? And they, they felt like, yes, there are plenty of not only jobs uh, still coming to Nashville, um, and the people are still coming here. So we're still seeing um, a, a desire to come to Nashville and the surrounding, the surrounding areas. And so for the new, for the first time home buyer, it's, it always, whether, whether the rates are 20% or they're 1%, it's like, can you afford the home? Do you need to buy the home? How long do you intend to stay in the home? Because um, the reality is real estate's always been a long-term play. It's not like, man, I bought my house last year and I want to sell it. Why am I not making a hundred thousand dollars on it? Right. It's like, well, it's a long-term investment. I know people that have that bought homes um, or commercial properties in you know the '90s, and they're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, they're, right. And, they're, and they're leveraging that to buy to buy the next property, right? They're leveraging their assets to buy the next one. So, first-time home buyer. What's really going to happen next year? No one has a crystal ball. The Fed um, is um, is dead set on a correction, um, and even though we've already seen interest rates come down a little bit recently, which is fantastic, um, the question becomes: as few people, not few people, but few entities uh, predicted, as you know, for Q3, the rates to be down, uh, maybe in the four and a half to fives. Um, but some people are more like, no, the rates will still be in the six and sevens next year. Um, so we really, we really don't know um, what's going to happen next year. So that's why, to me, it goes back to um, why do you need to buy a home? You know, how long do you, are you going to have a home? Can you afford a home? The other thing too is a lot of people say, well, wait till wait till everything crashes. And it's like, okay, great. So when it crashes, do you think if you're going if you're going to go buy um, a home and you have 20% down and, a, and get a loan, if everything crashes, are we going to see a bunch of cash buyers swoop back in? And then are you going to be able to compete with a bunch of cash buyers mm -hmm. similar to how we had the last two years? Yeah. Um, or is it more advantageous to you now to purchase a home where you can negotiate closing costs? You can nego negotiate um, maybe some additional concessions. You can negotiate price. You can negotiate inspection. Like you, the buyers have a lot of power right now when the market is this more of a balanced market, even though we're very much in a seller's market. Um, there's still about three months of inventory mm -hmm. on the market in Nashville at this time. Um, so, uh, so with six months being the, the balanced market, so there's still a lot of power buyers hold right now. And if real estate's truly a long-term play, if you get in now, even if next year if values come down across the U.S. 10%, which some people estimate, estimate I, I'm people i feel like nashville's always um uh, performed better than the u.s average so even if prices do come down if you're a long-term play then then you're gonna live through the down and excel excel when the long when they when they go back up like historically they have Does yeah sense? yeah no that, that's a great synopsis too because i think what people forget is like the the market, when if they think market's going to crash, well, inventory, what you said, that's a huge factor. And then equity. So many people have so much equity built up. That's not going to have them force selling. They have rates in the threes and the, the fours. Majority of people do. Mm -hmm. And so they're not going to sell. So they're going to keep inventory tight for a while. And so 
all those things you said too, Nashville is just a great spot for companies to, to set up shop, to move to. Um, you know, I agree with you. I think we don't have a crystal ball, but no state income tax. You know, there's a lot of things going for Tennessee um, itself. So I'm kind of agreeing uh, with you, you know, with all those things. Um, lastly, as we, we wrap up here, what's, um, you know, what's Andy doing next year in 2023? What are some of your goals? And, um, you know, uh, yeah, we'd just love to learn more about how you kind of set up your, your year. Um, well, um, I have three kids, uh, seven, uh, seven, five, and three-year-old, all boys. The five-year-old would actually be uh, six and later in December. But um, I think the more I do this and the more I live, I'm, you know, I'm 45 now, um, I want to f- make sure that I'm intentional with my day. And so that means not only intentional with work or intentional with what I eat, but it's intentional with home and family time. And I'm not perfect by any means, but it, the idea is if I'm home, truly set down my phone and be home, be present in the, you know, like this morning, for example, I was, you know, doing a little bit of work on my iPhone and my seven-year-old sitting next to me reading me a book about the oceans and and how they were formed and, you know, and all this kind of cool stuff. And he was like, hey, dad, you know, I wanted to pick back up. I was like, yeah, I mean, give me one second. And then I was like, and in my head, I'm like, he leaves for school like in 20 minutes. Mm. Like this, can this work? Wait, 20 minutes? Yeah. Like, absolutely it can. And so I was like, you know what, dude? Yeah, never mind. And I put my phone down and was like, read it. And so he's seven, he's loving to read, you know, yeah. read through stuff, all the different oceans and the tallest dad, the tallest mountain range is actually below below the water you know the, the longest mountain range like i, I kind of forgot or maybe yeah. I never knew, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here yeah. listening to my seven-year-old read i'm like i'm learning a lot right now <laughs> this is actually awesome so i think for next year for me it's just to it's to continue to be present and intentional with friends and family and and clients and and um and, and just know that life is full of ups and downs and and do the good and the bad um, and to, to find the joy and, and, and love one another and just, you know, try, be happy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's 2023. Yeah. 2024, maybe it's back to anger. <laughs> <laughs> have you, uh, have you heard of the book? I think it's called the ruthless elimination of hurry by a guy named John Mark Comer. I've heard of it. I've not read it. It, I just finished it. It's funny you said that cause it's, it just, it's a lot of checks and checks and balances. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things he said, if, if you're watching TV and then you grab your phone and you're doing like, what's the point of that? Like right. you've got too much multitasking going on. And that's kind of one of my goals for, for next year. And right now is just to be present in the moment. Mm-hmm. And there's really nothing that's so important that can't wait 20 minutes, you know? I agree. Cool. Well, Andy, thanks for coming on the show. Thank um, you. What's the best way for someone to get in touch with you? Um, you can reach out phone or email phone. Um, can I get my number? Is that yeah, cool? absolutely. Uh, 615-943-5552. Give me a call. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Andy Hunt Realtor. Um, and my other contact information is on there as well. I'm on YouTube, Andy Hunt Nashville Realtor. I think it is, but, um, reach out, say hello. Cool. And we'll put all that in the show notes. So you can click on over and check out Andy. Well, thanks a lot for coming on today. Nice to meet you. And as well, looking forward to having you on down the road. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. 
I'm Jared Swanson at Nashville Real Estate Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you feel extra generous, leave us a five-star review. I greatly appreciate it.